They joined uh, the Jamia in 25 and brought with them, and that is the point that I am trying to, to suggest, brought with them a very strong anti-colonial ideology, anti-British ideology. Now in those days when you, uh, when you, when you talk of, or when you wrote of, or when you spoke on anti-colonialism, you also spoke of the legitimation or the justification that an anti-colonial ideology must have. Now the Krishna Krishna justification, apart from the fact that, that the British rule was regressive, the British rule was destructive. There was other ways of legitimizing the anti-colonial ideology. And one great source of legitimacy, which is even today perhaps the cornerstone of the Jamia philosophy and the Jamia ideology, one great source of legitimacy was the fact that the ideology that had emerged with the rise of Gandhi to combat British imperialism was based on composite nationalism. There are many words that people use, the words of plural nationhood, the words of composite nationalism, the word of secular nationalism, ये बहुत से शब्द हैं जो जिनका प्रयोग होता है और हर शब्द जो है एक्सप्रेशन जो है अपने आप में मॉरलेस सही है उसकी ज़्यादा उसकी जिसे कहते हैं उर्दू में बाकियाजरी करने की ज़रूरत नहीं है बिकॉज़ ऑल दिस एक्सप्रेशंस कम्युनिकेट वन सिंगल आइडिया व्हिच इज which is that the composite nationalism or Indian nationalism in the 1920s or in the 1930s represented the aspirations of large sections of the Indian community. It represented the aspirations of Pakistan, it represented the, the aspirations of the workers, it represented the aspirations of the Malayalis, it represented the aspirations of the uh, UP Walas, it represented the aspirations of the middle classes. You know, different, even though India is so diverse, India is so different in different parts of the country, yet, yet, the nationalism that Gandhi nurtured or Tagore sustained through his creative writings, or Jawaharlal Nehru sustained through his ideas in his books as also in his politics, 
or Subhash Chandra Bose pursued in his politics. The, this nationalism was inclusive nationalism. Inclusive, the inclusive nature of nationalism underlies or underlines the the principles of 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 the anti-colonial movement in the 1920s and 30s. And the founders of Jamia were committed or wedded to this inclusive nationalism. Whether it is Abid Hussain or, uh, I mean, among the theoreticians, it's Abid Hussain or Mujib, Professor Mujib. He was never a professor, but still he's called a professor. Muhammad Mujib, in his very creative and very insightful studies, uh, Abid Hussain, in his very, uh, very creative writings, and many others who were connected with Jamia were very strongly wedded to the inclusive, inclusive concept of Indian nationalism and challenged, and that is the important thing, and that is their, their, their courage, challenged in the 1940s when the Muslim League movement gathered momentum and the Muslim League movement swept the illegal Muslim university in a big way, uh, these men said nothing great. We are quintessentially nationalists. We are quintessentially wedded to the ideals of Indian nationalism. And we will promote, that is a very important ideal that the Jamia founders put forward, we would promote the concept of composite nationalism. And you read uh, you read the Mujib Indian Muslim, which is a fine, fine piece of book. Uh, you read the various convocation addresses, uh, you will find this idea uh, being very clearly and very strongly being expressed in those writings. The, I, it is not just it is not just the idea. The idea is there. The idea of Jamia is there in the way it was put forward by various individuals. What is more important is that the idea was put into practice. That those who preached also practiced. And this is exemplified, and I am personally a great admirer of Ajmal Khan Sari. This is exemplified in the career of Ansari, who from his early days was remarkably consistent uh, in following this idea. 
in adhering to this idea until his death in 1935 or May 1935 or May 1936, I forget. Uh, and of course, he was, and people in Jamia uh, are very resistant to the idea, they don't accept it. Uh, but if you, if you were to go into the records, uh, then in actual fact the founder of Jamia is not Muhammad Ali. The founder of Jamia is Mukhtar Ahmad Ansari and Hakim Ajmal Khan. And Jamia has, I think, neglected both of them for reasons uh, best known to them. Uh, Muhammad Ali, in fact, in 1925, wrote a very long editorial in which he said that the Jamia has completed its role, fulfilled its role, and it should close down. We have to turn its... and you read the comrade uh, 25 in the editorial. And after that, of course, he took no interest in the Jamia. It is Ansari who provided strength to the idea of Jamia, which was going to be secular, which was going to be pluralist, which was going to be close to Indian nationalism. And Gandhi used to refer to him as the as the infallible guide. No, no, I was. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> These things don't work. Working, working. Uh, uh, so, so he was he was the principal the principal architect of the institution, and he went around the country with a, virtually with a begging bowl, and their letters. You can see those letters. Uh, raising money from uh, different parts of the country, traveling extensively. Right up to his death in 1935, he was traveling because Jamia had no money. Gandhi would occasionally raise some money from Dargha and so on, but for the rest of the time, they had uh, they had no 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 resources of their own. Ansari was the one who raised money. Uh, during his very extensive touring of different parts of the country. And of course, Hakim Ajmal Khan uh, was, was the man uh, who, who, who provided uh, who provided the, uh, the integrity and the nobility, if I may use that word, uh, nobility because he himself was a noble man. He was himself a man of great integrity. And if you read C.F. Andrews' book on on Ismail Khan, uh, you will understand what an outstanding individual he was. And, and he provided uh, the solid support that Jamia needed uh, at the time. Uh, so I think that this institution is, is, is lucky, uh, very fortunate uh, to uh, to have the association. Of, uh, and you are all uh, inheritors of, uh, uh, of a legacy uh, that you uh, you must all be uh, very proud of. I think one of the uh, one of the main contributions uh, of the Jamia was not only that uh, its uh, students and teachers 
Nowadays, of course, uh, nobody goes to the demonstrations against Israel's invasion uh, of the Gaza. Uh, nobody protests against other kinds of uh, atrocities that are being uh, perpetrated. We are all uh, quiet. We are all uh, accepted the the inevitable, as it were. Nobody remembers Spares and Spares' poem, Bondo, uh, or many other expressions of protest uh, that are so much part of our, have been so much part of our literary and cultural movements. We are all status quoists. Uh, but there was a time when uh, the Jamia students and the Jamia uh, uh, teachers uh, joined the Satyagraha movement in 1930 uh, and uh, many of them did so. Uh, there was a time when Shabipur Rahman Tadwai, who was one of Jamia's uh, proud pupils and teachers, spent many years in jail with Rajgopal Achari in Vellore. Uh, there was a time when many people in Jamia were in the forefront of uh, of providing the healing touch to the victims of partition, whether it is Begum and East Padwai or, or, or others. I don't want to introduce many names. But these were these were men with commitment, men and women with with a strong commitment. Uh, and which is why I think uh, Jamia occupied a certain position in the country's academic and intellectual life. That is the reason. That really is the reason. Because every institution, whether it is in India or it is abroad, must have an idea. And that idea must be expressed by its faculty and by its students. Otherwise, collecting degrees or lecturing in air-conditioned rooms is no good. It doesn't doesn't take you very far. Oxford and Cambridge are famous, are known, because even after thousands of years, they are wedded to an idea. They are wedded to a concept. Aligarh uh, has acquired the kind of influence that it has because it represented a marvelous idea which Sayyid Amartya articulated. Even if you do not agree with the ideology of places like Devan, uh, they are important. Uh, they are important because uh, they are still committed to an idea. You may not agree with that idea, but that commitment is there. And that commitment is reflected in uh, a lot of creative activity that they perform in several different ways. Therefore, I think that every institution, uh, modern or traditional, uh, has its raison d'etre or has its justification only if it uh, promotes a state of ideas must change. I am not suggesting that that you must live in the past. 
I am not even suggesting that you always invoke the past. But the past must, as a historian I would suggest, that the past must be a reference point for what we do at present and the way we plan our life and our program and our ideals in the future. And in this sense, I do think that the idea of, the idea, some of which I have only uh, expressed, uh, very briefly expressed, in this sense, those ideas are worth preserving. Jamia was uh, also notable for its commitment to pluralism or plurality. Today this word is used very often. It wasn't used so commonly. But it's a very important word and whatever discipline you belong to, you must ask your teachers to talk to you about pluralism. In this day and age, today at this point of time, I have no hesitation in saying that the idea of pluralism is under attack with a new government in power in New Delhi. It is important for us, for you and me, whatever our religion and whatever our ideology, to understand pluralism before we proceed to defend it. And defend we must. Defend we must, because if we don't defend, uh, uh, then we are in trouble. Not just we as Muslims or we as, as Hindus, we as members of this group or that group. We as Indians, we are in serious trouble, because the attack on pluralism is an attack on the very idea of India. And the very idea of India rests on, on coexistence, on plurality, on tolerance, religious and otherwise. It does not rest on breaking up the idea into Hindu idea or Muslim idea or breaking up into medieval India or ancient India or Kabbal has said I have a Ganga within a yard which go Uttara Tere Kirade Jaktar Vahamara This is not Kabbal the Muslim poet who is but Kabbal the poet who is trying to trace a continuity in Indian culture and civilization That is how I read this line and it is, we have to preserve this continuity. We have Sare Jahan Secha and Dosta Amara is, is the idea, is the passion, the passion behind this line cannot be lost. But you and I must know what pluralism is, do we not? Janna to chahi na ki ye hai pishriya ka naam. اس کا ذکر ہم کیوں کریں 
اور اس کا ذکر کرنا ہمارے لیے کیوں اہمیت رکھتا ہے مائی آنسر ٹو آئی ڈونٹ گو ان ٹو دا ڈیٹیلس آف اٹ مائی آنسر ٹو دس از دیٹ اف یو ریڈ اف یو ریڈ دا جامعہ سم آف دا جامعہ آفرز ڈونٹ ریڈ محمد علی بیکاز یو ول گیٹ اے ویری ڈفرینٹ پکچر اینڈ ہی ایف کورس روڈ اے گریٹ ڈیل آن ریلیٹڈ تھنگ بٹ اف یو ریڈ سم آف دی ادر رائٹر نوٹیبلی فارس محمد مجیب بٹ آلسو مینی ادرس ان اردو مینی ادر اردو رائٹرس یو ول سی واٹ ہاؤ دے پرسیو کلوری and how they justify pluralism as a concept and how the how the curriculum the syllabus of that period jo bacche padhte the ya jo college mein log jo padhte the us waqt ka jo syllabus tha jo curriculum tha kis tarah se is idea ko pluralism ke idea ko unhone اس سلیبس میں شامل کیا اور اسی وجہ سے جامعہ میں ایسے طلبہ پیدا ہوئے ایسے استاد پیدا ہوئے جنہوں نے اس کانسیپٹ کو اس آئیڈیا کو آگے بڑھایا اور جامعہ ایک صرف آئیڈیا کے لیول پر ایک ادارہ نہیں رہا بلکہ ایک تحریک کی شکل اختیار تو آئی ان دس بک ایز ویل از ان رائٹنگ ریفرس ٹو جامعہ ایز اے مومنٹ اینڈ آئی تھنک وی ہیو ٹو بی کمیٹڈ ٹو اٹ ایز اے مومنٹ دا سیڈ تھنگ از مین آئی اسٹاپ ناؤ The sad thing is that we have, as I started off by saying that we have to uh, discover our own identity. No? We have to discover our own self. Hum kaun hai? Hamara vajud kya hai? And when you ask these questions, غالب کو بھی بدل نا ابھی کیا چیز ہے ہوا کیا ہے یہ سوال جو ہے یہ سوال تو پوچھنا چاہیے نا کہ ہم کیا ہیں ہماری کیا آئیڈینٹیٹی ہے ہماری آئیڈینٹیٹی صرف مذہبی نہیں ہے وہ بھی ہماری آئیڈینٹیٹی کا ایک بہت اہم حصہ ہے بہت اہم ہوتا ہے لیکن ہماری آئیڈینٹیز اور بھی ہیں ملٹیپل آئیڈینٹیز ہم ایک اسٹوڈنٹ بھی ہیں ہم ایک ٹیچر بھی ہیں ہم ایک باپ بھی ہیں ہم ایک بیٹے بھی ہیں ہم ایک بیٹی بھی ہیں ہم ڈاکٹر بھی ہیں ہم انجینئر بھی ہیں بہت سی آئیڈینٹیز ہیں تو جب آپ مریض کو دیکھتے ہیں ڈاکٹر تو اسے یہ نہیں پوچھتے ہیں کہ تمہارا مدد کیا ہے اور جب نسخہ لکھتے ہیں تو یہ یہ سوچ کر نہیں لکھتے ہیں کہ یہ نسخہ ہندو نسخہ یا مسلمان نسخہ تو آپ کی اس وقت کیا آئیڈینٹیٹی ہے آپ کی آئیڈینٹیٹی ایک ڈاکٹر کی ہوتی ہے 
तो जो रिश्ता बनाते हैं समाज में वो रिश्ता जो है वो उसी बुनियाद पर बनाते हैं ना इस बुनियाद पर थोड़ी बनाते हैं कि आप हिंदू हैं या मुसलमान हैं और यही जामिया के जो अकादरीन थे जामिया से जो लोग मिसबत रखते थे उन्होंने जो रिश्ता बनाया समाज से हिंदुस्तान के समाज से हिंदुस्तान के दूसरे हिस्सों से वो रिश्ते की बुनियाद यही कि हम इंसान हैं हमारा मजहब हमारा मजहब है हम उस मजहब पे नाज रखते हैं लेकिन तुम्हारा जो मजहब है हम उसकी भी इज्जत करते हैं और ये तो ऐसा ट्रेडिशन है जो सूफी तहरीक पूरी पूरी तहरीक में आप चाहे हजरत ख्वाजा मोहनुद्दीन चिश्ती के बारे में पढ़ लें चाहे हजरत निजामुद्दीन और की तो पूरी जिंदगी का मकसद ये था कि हारमोनाइज करें रिलेशन मतलब उनसे ज्यादा मुसलमान तो कोई हो ही नहीं सकता था लेकिन उसके साथ साथ उन्होंने ये भी कहा कि हम हारमोनाइज करना चाहते हैं दूसरे मजाहब की जो रिलेशनशिप है उन रिलेशनशिप को यही भक्ति भक्ति तहरीक में भी यही और कबीर को पढ़िए कबीर से बड़ा जीनियस हिंदुस्तान में बहुत कम पैदा हुआ है तो यही ट्रेडिशन है और यही जामिया की ट्रेडिशन और इसी ट्रेडिशन को मुजीब साहब ने जाकिर हुसैन ने और मुजीब साहब ने जिन्होंने बहुत अरसे तक जामिया के वाइस चांसलर रहे और उसके बाद अनवर जमाल खदवाई साहब ने उसी विजन के तहत जामिया को आगे बढ़ाने की कोशिश की और वही एक ऐसा ट्रेडिशन है जिससे जामिया की शनाख्त होने लगी देखिए ना जामिया की शनाख्त और किसी चीज से नहीं हो सकती थी जामिया की शनाख्त इसीलिए हो रही थी कि जामिया के पीछे एक आइडिया है जामिया के पीछे एक प्लूरलिटी का कमिटमेंट है और जामिया के के सिलसिले में एक कॉन्फोजिट लिविंग का एक पूरी जिंदा जाति एक मिसाल यही जामिया से जामिया की शहरत है और अगर आप गांधी जी और नेहरू के ख्याल के विचार जामिया के बारे में जानना चाहें तो आप देखिएगा कि उन्होंने इसी चीज को उभारा इसी चीज को उजागर किया और इसी चीज के उद्देश्य से जामिया को इतनी शहरत मिल जाती मिली और जामिया के दरवाजे खुले रहे जामिया में किसी किस्म की तफरीक नहीं हुई हर वर्ग के लोग आते थे निवातियों की बहुत बड़ी तादाद यहां हुआ करती थी फिफ्टीज सिक्सटीज में जो कि नस्बतन गरीब थे नस्बतन बैकवर्ड थे लेकिन जामिया ने उनके दरवाजे खुले रखे अहले गनूब और दूसरे मजाहब के मानने वाले तलबा और टीचर जो हैं वो जामिया में तालब इम रहे तो मैं ये समझता हूं कि जामिया एक ऐसी लेबॉरेटरी थी एक ऐसा 
ایک ایکسپیریمنٹ تھا جو اپنے طور سے کامیاب رہا اور بہت کامیاب رہا اور جس سے اس کو بین الاقوامی شہرت ملی لیکن اداروں کے کردار بدلتا رہتا ہے اداروں کے چلانے والوں کا کردار بدلتا رہتا ہے لوگوں کی سمجھ لوگوں کی فکر میں تبدیلی آتی رہتی ہے اور وقت کے ساتھ ساتھ وقت کے بھی کچھ تقاضے ہوتے ہیں لوگ اس کو نظر انداز نہیں کر سکتے ہیں لہذا وہ اپنے خیالات کو انہیں حالات سے میں ڈھالنے کی کوشش کرتے ہیں چنانچہ جامعہ کا کردار بدلا اور بدلے گا آنے والے دنوں میں اور تبدیلی آئے گی لیکن چاہے جتنی تبدیلیاں آئیں چاہے جتنے نئے نئے سربراہ اس ادارے میں آئیں میں ایک تاریخ کے طالب علم کے حیثیت سے اور ایک ایسے طالب علم کی حیثیت سے جس نے جامعہ کے بارے میں کچھ سوچا جامعہ کے بارے میں کچھ لکھا بدقسمتی یہ ہے کہ اس سوچ کو کسی نے شیئر نہیں کیا بدقسمتی یہ ہے کہ لکھی ہوئی چیزوں کو کسی نے پڑھا نہیں لیکن بہرحال اس کی کوئی ضلع شکایت کی کوئی ضرورت نہیں ہے اس لیے کہ پڑھنے والے اور بھی ہیں سننے والے اور بھی ہیں جہاں بھی کھڑے ہو جائیے سننے والے آ ہی جائیں گے لیکن یہ ضرور ہے کہ ایک طالب علم کی حیثیت سے میں یہ چاہوں گا کہ آپ ان باتوں کی طرف دھیان دیں اس لیے کہ یہ صرف ایک ادارے کی کہانی نہیں ہے جو میں نے آپ کو بیان کی یہ ایک پورے ملک کے ایک فیز کی ایک حصے کی کہانی ہے اور اگر آپ اس کہانی کو سمجھیں گے تو آپ اس کہانی کو بھی سمجھیں گے یہ صرف ایک ادارے کی کہانی نہیں ہے بلکہ ایک ایجوکیشن میں ایک تجربے کی بھی کہانی ہے جیسے رضوان صاحب نے بنا بتایا کہ نان کوآپریشن میں چار ادارے بنے تھے ان میں سے جامعہ یہ ہے تو آپ ایک اور اداروں کی بھی جو کہانی ہے اس کو اس کہانی سے جوڑ کر کے ایجوکیشن کی تاریخ کو سمجھنے کی کوشش کریں اور دوسری بات یہ کہ اس ادارے کی تاریخ جڑی ہوئی ہے کچھ ایسی شخصیات سے جن کو سفے ہستی سے مٹایا نہیں جا سکتا کوشش تو لوگ کریں گے اور کرتے رہیں گے لیکن آپ ان کو مٹنے نہ دیجیے اور اس میں ظاہر ہے کہ ٹاپ پہ نام مہاتما گاندھی کا ہے جنہوں نے اس ادارے کو بنانے میں اس کو بہانے میں آپ ذرا پڑھیے تو آپ کو پتہ چلے گا 
کہ یہاں تو سنی سنائی باتوں پہ لوگ ڈپینڈ کرتے ہیں یہاں تو کنونشنل وزڈم کام دیتا ہے لیکن اگر آپ پڑھیے تو دیکھیے کہ گاندھی کا اس ادارے کو کیا رول ہے اور بدقسمتی یہ ہے کہ گاندھی کا کوئی رونے والا یہاں نہیں ہے گاندھی کو کوئی یاد کرنے والا نہیں ہے دوسرے یہ کہ انصاری کی شخصیت بڑی بلند شخصیت تھی بڑی زبردست خوبیوں کے مالک تھے اور انہوں نے انیس سو پینتیس تک جس طرح سے ایک ڈاکٹر کی حیثیت سے وہ بہت بڑے مشہور ڈاکٹر بھی تھے ایجنبرا سے پڑھے ہوئے تھے ایک ڈاکٹر کی حیثیت سے ایک کانگریس نیشنلسٹ کی حیثیت سے ایک ایسی حیثیت سے کہ جس میں انہوں نے ہندو مسلمان اتحاد کے لیے پوری اپنی جان لگا دی ان کی شخصیت کے بارے میں پتہ چلتا ہے خود مولانا محمد علی جو کہ جامعہ سے کچھ سال تک جڑے رہے اور ان کے بارے میں بہت بہت کچھ جاننے کی ضرورت ہے اور ان کے بارے ان کو سمجھنے کے لیے عبد المجید خواجہ جن کا ایک مختصر سا رول تھا لیکن بہرحال ایک رول تھا حمید اور بہت سے لوگ جنہوں نے جامعہ کو چندا دیا بہت سے لوگ بمبئی اور مدراس میں بھی ایسے لوگ تھے جمال محمد صاحب مدراس میں بمبئی میں ہارس جنہوں نے جامعہ کی خدمت کی تو آپ ایک ایسے تاریخ کے ایک باپ میں داخل ہوں گے کہ جس میں آپ کو اچھی اچھی بڑی بڑی شخصیتیں نظر آئیں گی جن سے آپ اور ہم انسپریشن سیکھ کرتے ہیں بہت بہت شکریہ تھینک یو سر فار لیکچر Now I open the floor for questions. Uh, uh, first priority should go to students in case you have any doubts, uh, questions, some curiosity. But kindly ensure that you are brief, crisp, and to the point rather than giving a bad lecture. You can raise your hand and uh, ask a question or in case you feel like sharing something. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll tell you a few things, and I'm sure I stand corrected by Professor Mishul Lassan, who is a historian and someone who wrote on Jamia. How Jamia forgets his own, uh, you know, people. Uh, say, for instance, Heinz, in whose name there used to be a club, is completely forgotten. This is for the information of those who see Jamia's school building. It was designed by the architect from Germany, known as Heinz, and the club was started, and the club was quite closed. So, even if somebody wants to know who was Heinz, and what was his relationship with Jamia, uh, none of us would have any sense of history about the person. Those uh, girls who live in uh, Jamia Girls Hostel, uh, GP, GP Girls Hostel, 
then they were like n number of people who were associated with Jamia Sifrul Islam Bhopal ground. We had Bhopal ground, but then some there was an attempt to change the nomenclature of Bhopal ground. But I as a member of academic council have said that Bhopal ground must be retained as it is in terms of nomenclature because it's a minor of history. So anyway, the rest of the country forgets the history of an institution, institution forgets the history of its makers. I give you one example in relation to what Professor Hassan was saying. In some of the correspondence which I came across between uh, Mukhtar Ahmad Ansari and Jamnala Amdajar, Mukhtar Ahmad Ansari was extremely worried about Jamia's financial health. And he wanted to take lead from the ongoing freedom starter and uh, concentrate his energy in mobilizing resources. And response to that, Jamal Bajaj said that while you are serving Jamia, you must be self-assured that you are serving the cause of the nation. So in a way, you know, like Jamia was seen as synonymous with the ongoing uh, struggle for independence. Tremendous uh, sacrifice. Uh, Hakim Ajmal Khan is someone, I mean, it's almost like a legend. He sent some of his assistants to set off his, uh, you know, ring of Zamurat uh, Kutya Kuni. How do you do Zamurat? Huh? Zamurat. To sell it in Agra because it could not have been sold in Delhi for the kind of prestige that he enjoyed in Delhi. So that salaries of Jamias could be, you know, met. N number of his stories are associated with individuals and others. Gandhi's son was so closely associated with Jamia. Munshi Premchand was associated with Jamia. Habib Tanvir, Habib Tanvir, the famous playwright, he was closely associated with Jamia. So you have n number of people except that we have not been able to develop that sense of pride in it. Given the first opportunity, a Jamia student would like to run to JNU or say go to Delhi University and we end up being always on the third position. So we nurture the students at the level of BNMA and suddenly some of them go to JNU. What is But then it's also. Because Jamia from the time of its birth till date has not and for very right reason, you know, nurtured an image of being an elite institution. It's been an institution more accessible to people from diverse backgrounds, not only culturally, but also in terms of class. And therefore, and when I joined Jamia years ago, people used to tell me that there used to be a saying, if you join a leader, then your day That you will become irreligious and, and the rest. If you join a Dewan, then your day will be finished. If you join a Dewan, then your day because Jamia never held out that promise of a bright future in terms of because it was an institution with degree certificates that were not recognized by the government. Because it was an institution at loggerheads with the philosophy of the colonial uh, governance that we have. So yes, certainly these were these were issues and uh, those issues. And then when when we heard Professor Mushandam say, I was reminded of a saying in English, we should always look backward to the future. Ab jata piche ki taraf dekhenge utni zada mustaqbil aur bhavish ki taraf aap rahna chahenge. Because then you will take inspiration and pride, not necessarily get stuck in history. Ke jaisa hota tha hum baise hi karte rehenge. Mela, Talimi Mela, Professor Mushanasan tried to revive. Because Talimi Mela was a huge, huge affair in the history of Jamia. 
Nowadays, Talimi Mela is gone. So anyway, you try to revive history and then you realize that maybe it doesn't have resonance in the hearts and minds of the people. A hugely successful revival and again gone back. So I think we should go back uh, to history only to move into the future. So maybe I just initiated. Maybe some of you will have questions. So don't get too scared. He will still answer your question. Yeah, let me start with Professor Shahzadanjou. दिनों के बाद मुशीद साहब को सुनने का मौका मिला बहुत खुशी हुई एक ऐसा लेक्चर जिसमें पूरी जामिया की तारीफ नहीं बल्कि उसकी तहजीब और जो उसका मकसद हो सारी चीजें सिमट करा उन्होंने कई तावरीन का जिक्र किया बहुत से हकीमतों का खासतौर से मुताबन जारी कर दी एक हवाले से मैं करना चाहता हूँ गुजशा दिनों मुझे कुछ अपनी खाजा पर काम करने का मौका मिला एक अजीब बात है कि हमारे जितने काबिल थे इन सब की दिलचस्पी उर्दू में गैर मामूली उर्दू जबान से उर्दू अदब से जाकिर साहब की दिलचस्पी ली उनकी किताबें आबिद साहब की और फिर दीगर लोगों की भी अब्दुल मजीद हाजर की बाकायदा शायद थे अभी तक शेर में हुआ है जब इंतखा करके मैंने शायद किया उसी को माने में कुछ खतूत ऐसे मिले हैं जो गांधी जी और अब्दुल मजीद हाजर के रखते अब्दुल मजीद खाजा कौमी सियासत का हिस्सा बनना चाहते थे उसमें शामिल होना चाहते और ये इलाहाबाद में पटने में वकालत कर रहे थे लेकिन जिंदाद के बड़े थे लेकिन गांधी जी ने इनको मशुरा किया कि आप धरती धरती कौमी सियासत में नहीं आएंगे और आप जामिया की हुकूमत अगर आप जामिया की हुकूमत करते हैं इतना बड़ा काम होगा इसे तारीफ फरामोश नहीं और उन्होंने अपनी दौलत से और अपना सारा वक्त जामिया के लिए वक्त कर दिया बात है साली साहब में दिगर लोग आज इस बात के लिए भी बहुत ही मैं मुबारकबाद देना चाहूंगा ड्राइवर साहब को भी क्योंकि असल में मसला ये हो रहा है कि हम लोग अब सोचने सोचना छोड़ चुके हैं और हम लोग रोटी के वक्त में काम करते हैं हमारी फिक्र सियासत महदूद हो गई है पर उस हवाले से आज हमें थोड़ा सा मुशीर साहब ने प्रोक किया है हमने सोचने पर मजबूर किया है ये बड़ी बात है जामिया वाकई में करीब है ना और हमें इस हवाले से कुछ न कुछ सोचते रहना चाहिए और बड़ा काम करना चाहिए बड़ा काम करने की जरूरत नहीं है बहुत बड़ा प्लेटफॉर्म चाहिए हम एक दो लोग भी और मिलजुल कर भी बड़ा काम कर सकते Jamia, everything, Buddhist Jamia, 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 J
and Mujib was Professor Mujib was sitting, he was the Vice Chancellor. He had, he was so close to Nehru that you can't imagine. So every time he used to write a letter and within no time Nehru would reply to the letter, Mamu Mujib. But why is this expectancy treatment to Jan Nehru? I should understand. I think it's a parental. I, I, I can't understand it. Jamia was given the status of the federal city in 1988 by Rajiv Gandhi. The whole period of Nehru Indira Gandhi that left, that cost. What is that ironical? I can't understand this dichotomy. Can I answer? Well, there are many, many reasons uh, for the neglect of Jamia. One, of course, is the fact that Dr. Hussain. Uh, left for uh, earlier Muslim University and I think he did wonderful, wonderfully well there. Uh, so that probably if he had continued in Jamia, probably he would have changed the face of the university. But this is a myth, uh, this is speculation. The other is that uh, Mujib Sahib was, was a fine scholar and very devoted to Jamia's ideas. But uh, he, he was not the kind of person who would uh, go out of his way and, and, uh, and uh, ask the government uh, for grants or for development and so on. He wanted Jamia to remain small. Uh, he did not want expansion. He was opposed to expansion. I, I still remember that when my father, as you know, who was the first professor in the university, uh, and uh, there was a there was a board here which says which used to say Mohibulasan, whatever. But that board, even that board has been removed. Uh, but the plaque is there, so so even if you remove the board. Uh, the plaque will stay. But he was the first uh, uh, professor of this university and when he uh, wanted to uh, establish a library and start a research program, PhD program, Professor Mujib opposed it. Opposed it very strongly. He said, Are kitabe kya kitabe kwan parta dhima khalati or PhD thesis kya so he was, for various reasons, not in favor of, of any expansion. And uh, there is a story that I heard from Professor Nur Hassan. Uh, he came with a mission to set up a center for vegetation studies for which the government committed in those days 35 lakhs of rupees. And this is a story that Professor Nurasan has told me as a student, told us as a student. And he came here, he stayed somewhere in Prince Colony in his father-in-law's house, visited Jamia a couple of times, made this proposal, and the next morning Professor Mujib Sahib went and uh, met him and said, Are bhai rahmeh So that proposal was very true. Uh, I think the other reason was that Zakir Hussain and Azad didn't get along well. That is another story I don't want to bore you with. Uh, so Zakir Hussain and Azad hated each other. 
never lied. The third reason is that Azad had no interest in Jamia. Or he was in a certain sense hostile to Jamia. And there is a letter in which uh, the selected works in Vala Nehru, uh, which is connected. Uh, there is a letter in which uh, Mujib Sahib, uh, I think, or Jamia asked for 2,000 rupees for publishing. You see that letter. And Raza said no. Jamia is not. So the demand had to go to Jawaharlal Nehru. And Nehru wrote saying that these poor Jamiaites, poor Jamiaites, they deserve some support. And all future publications in Urdu should probably be rooted to Jamia. So there was a lack of of interest and that continued. In fact, there is this, there are wonderful stories that I, I would someday, I mean, I've written about it, but uh, Albert Jamal Kurwai's difficulties in setting up the Mass Communication Research Center. Uh, I have seen the letters that he exchanged with the Canadians uh, in York. And the Canadians had said absolutely no. We can't, uh, what is this Jamia? We have heard that it is like the mother uh, uh, and so on. So we tried, we tried very hard and thanks to Satish Chandra who was then the uh, chairman of the University Grants Commission, the, the proposal, you know, went through eventually. But, but Jamal Pugai wrote endless letters beautiful letters, some of which I have quoted in uh, my book on, uh, on the Fasbal Zagavad. Beautiful letters. And that itself gave, that gives you an idea of how difficult it was. Uh, even my personal experience, which I have never shared, but I will do so now, uh, is the setting up of the dental, dental family, uh, where I had huge difficulties because there's complete and total opposition to this idea of setting up a dental college in Jamia. And all the, uh, the well-known doctors in Malana Azad College had ganged up to say that we will not allow this to happen. And uh, eventually it, it, it did happen but there was various attempts to to, uh, to sabotage uh, sabotage this uh, thanks to Mr. Rizri uh, uh, who unfortunately was shunted out uh, for the only crime was that for three years four years he worked day in day out without any remuneration uh, and set up the dental college but she was adequately rewarded by being asked to leave immediately. And thanks to Sheila Dixit, who actually in my presence phoned uh, the dental college director or whatever he's called, and uh, even Rahul Gandhi had to intervene. Uh, so this is how, you know, uh, it is not easy for Jamia to, uh, to make projects in these areas. And of course, Jamal Kudwai was, was quite remarkable. He was quite 
relentless and uh, I have not found in anybody in this university as committed, somebody who is a complete outsider uh, as committed to Jamia as, uh, as he was. Uh, and again I think we have forgotten, forgotten, forgotten and consigned him to the dustbin of history. But the great strength of history is that uh, it is always uh, on the side of the men of courage, on the side of men of principles, uh, on the side of men of commitment, and all the rest are brushed aside by the winds of, of the city, or by the storm of the city. So that is a great satisfaction that uh, uh, one has. Uh, history is fair in its in his judgment and you should wait for that judgment to happen. Thank you again. Yeah. One question, one question here, but then I'll just take half a minute to share some facts. Say, first, University Education Commission constituted under Sarupani Radhakrishnan had recommended that Jamuna be elevated to the status of a university, along with uh, Shanti Niketan, Vishwapati and Shanti and we all know that uh, Vishwa Bharti became a central university in 1951. No initiative from Jamal As far as extending grants and such as concerned, one major difficulty was that Aligarh was already a statutory institution by virtue of having been made a university as early as 1920. Jamia did not have the same level of education. But there were pockets in Jamuna which had recognition in government and academic circle. Say for instance, the, the famous TTI. I mean, it had a role in their presence and already a recognition in even the 30s and 40s. Not many people used to come for teachers' training. And it had that. There used to be an organization, body called Adara Talimo. Adara Talimo used to produce literature for uh, state governments. And many times there were demands from various state governments that you should, Jamia should supply literature and Jamia used to reply that we don't have that kind of resources to produce uh, this kind of literature. So in a way, uh, not a linear journey, certainly. Say for instance, Faculty of Engineering, uh, it came up under uh, circumstances that Jamia's resources weren't really rich. They became Central University in only in 1888. So in a way, it's like, uh, you know, first and starts, certainly not a linear, uh, linear kind of history. And therefore the government also had difficulty, it could have done quite a lot, but what Professor Hassan said, that much of the initiative that should have come from Jamia, uh, that left much uh, on. Yeah, your question. You mind or you can use uh, your vocal cord? And a quick one that will involve the Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm Omar Diaz. I'm a freelance journalist. I'm a PhD candidate at the Academy of International Studies, formerly known as Academy of Universal. Uh, thank you very much, sir, for a very enlightening lecture. Uh, you talked of Jamia as a partner in Trilo. The last time I heard you at the end was in 2008, September, uh, at the Ansari Auditorium, and the Batlaxi Congress took place. And one of the 
eventually leads to the rise of Adolf Hitler and so on. Uh, there is only one historian whom I know very well, but whose name I uh, I can't remember. Easterheld. Easterheld. Easterheld with O-E-S. O-E-S. Uh, who has written a great deal uh, on the German connection and in German, but all of that is in German in, or English? in German, unfortunately. Very little, uh, one or two essays that he wrote in volumes that he took by Krishna Kumar, uh, but they are in education. But he has written a lot. So, really, the, the German reason why, uh, for example, this lady. Uh, Phillips born. Uh, why, why did she uh, come to, to India? Uh, how did Heinz, for example, land up in, in, in Delhi and produce such horrible architecture, if I may, uh, if I may say so? Uh, uh, yeah, what helped it? But, uh, uh, you know, so how there are other individuals also who had who had strong German connections. In Aligarh also, incidentally, there were these brothers. I think they were completely mad. Uh, but both of them were very, I forget their names. Uh, they had very strong German connections and they were great supporters of fascism. But she is that librarian in They were great supporters of fascism. Uh, and they were arrested several times and so on and so forth. So there was a there was a pro-German sentiment because of the anti-British sentiment, uh, but it didn't uh, it didn't uh, add up to very much. But I agree that this is something on which one should write at least an essay. We have time for two more questions. One and one last. Okay, one from there and one from there. Yeah, sir, thank you very much for your excellent lecture. Okay. For the second time, I have been enlightened and interested in the lectures. And last year, we went to Bangladesh and I have been there. Yeah, so, this is Sahib from Bangladesh for pursuing a PhD in Germany. In fact, I am a faculty of a university in Dhaka. So in, in Bangladesh, there is a great image of Jamia Islam University in Bangladesh. Uh, and uh, uh, after coming here, it seems that uh, from the lecture of you and of course from the uh, discussion of honorable head of the department, uh, uh, department sir, it seems that uh, the name, fame, and uh, like uh, it has been a big decline in the course of time. But uh, I think it shouldn't be. Uh, because it seems that Zamir uh, is definitely one of the top universities in India and we think that. My question is, sir, do you think that uh, the nomenclature of JMI uh, is the main factor right now to declare its name? Or the, in fact, it, it seems that there is a big uh, uh, flavor of religion in its nomenclature. Actually, there is uh, no point in uh, in commenting on this because uh, this is a settled it is a settled fact. Uh, my saying anything will make no difference. Uh, but I can give you a bit of uh, historical background, which is that uh, in 1922-23, uh, 
a number of people uh, mooted the idea of changing uh, changing the name. And uh, in the early 30s, uh, if you look at the stationery, I don't know if you can find it, but maybe if you look at the Nisari papers, you will you will see on the stationery in the letter pad, it says National Muslim University. And in parenthesis and bracket, Jami Malia Islamia. So, uh, so it was obviously uh, very commonly National Muslim University is the name that was used. And when Halita Edith, uh, my great heroine uh, from Turkey visited Jamia in 1935. Uh, she refers to Jamia as the National Muslim University. And when W. Wilfred Cantor Smith, another great scholar of Islam, visited Jamia in 1945, uh, he, uh, there is an appendix to his, or an to his chapter which is a note on Jamia Milia Islamia, in which he also refers to Jamia as the National Muslim University. So this is this is uh, this is some. Uh, the other important point is that, the, uh, and this is also documented, is that the de delegation went to Gandhi, uh, and before, I don't remember the date, but a number of people also went in that delegation and he also received a number of letters saying that change the name of Jamia. Please let us change the name of Jamia. To which Jamia Gandhi said that if you change the name of Gandhi, oh, if you change the name of Jamia, I will have nothing to do with the institution. So Gandhi in fact uh, uh, in, a, in a jokingly way, sealed to the fates of Jamin, <laughs> but, but I'm not agreeing to uh, change the nomenclature. So that is the story. I don't, as I said, I have nothing to comment on whether it is or it is. Just one question. Yeah, of course, of course. And then you're not going to be there. Sir, uh, first of all, I would like to thank you for coming here and raising constructive questions. It has been delightful. I would just like to uh, extend the question, this question, that um, th doesn't that become, since the name has such a communal connotation to it, doesn't that become a roadblock to the initial idea itself of promoting plurality? So, um, yeah. Well, thank you for coming to the lecture first. <laughs> You know, yes and no. Uh, 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 yes and no. I think uh, from the beginning, Jamia uh, uh, was trying to, uh, or the founders of Jamia were trying to achieve a synthesis, a word which I did not use in the lecture, but which I think is very important. And uh, the, the synthesis was between uh, between the Islamic traditions and the Indian tradition. That is what we were trying to achieve. So Jamia is a, means university, Islamia means Islam, uh, Milia is community which is not 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 the Muslim community. Uh, Milia communicates the idea of a nation. So that 
you know, when it was translated, it was translated as National Muslim University. Uh, so I, I think uh, that was uh, that was quite a good idea. Uh, there is nothing fundamentally flawed in that uh, because because even if you if you look at Vishwa Bharati Shanti Niketan uh, and even if uh, I mean of course the gods eclecticism and his humanistic approach is all well taken. But in everything that they did, uh, uh, there was probably a lot more of, of uh, Hindu revivalism as we understand it today uh, than uh, the quintessentially uh, quintessentially secular nationalism of which Jamia was the main protagonist. Uh, that is one. The second answer is that the name itself uh, did not in any sense prevent the Jamia community from, number one, identifying themselves with the national movement, taking an active part in it, and what is more important, uh, criticizing the two-nation theory, which Mr. Jinnah propounded in March 1940. So this criticism, this commitment to nationalism, was in a certain sense consistent with the concept that is embodied, if I may put it this way, the concept that is embodied in before I close, there's a very small question from your last brother. Creating a minority institution, in what ways then does that That you should ask uh, Mr. Nazeeb Jan. I won't be able to answer that. <laughs> I think uh, we have uh, come to the end of it and all those who still uh, want to ask a question will have to look forward to another opportunity when we invite Professor Mishimhasan to give us a lecture on another theme but you can still bring it back saying that on that day you spoke on Jamia so therefore can I ask a question. So that will be your option at the end of it. All I can say is that we are not only delighted, overwhelmed, but deeply indebted uh, for your presence here uh, this afternoon. And I'm sure all of us, teachers, students, scholars alike, benefited a lot about Jamia, his past, present, and the possible uh, future. One last thing that I wish to say, that not only till 30s, but I have seen letterheads used by Professor Mohammad Majid, even after independence, there are parallel names. Jamia Milla Islamia and National Muslim University. And the time when Jamia people may have had an opportunity was the time when, uh, you know, the act for Jamia Milla Islamia was being prepared in 1988. But then the government had decided to elevate its status to a central university. That was an opportunity. But now the question about the nomenclature Jamia Milla Islamia, all I can say, and with that I'll end. There used to be a song uh, in one of the Hindi films, Zubane Yar Manturki Manturki Namidanam, 
now is the situation zubane yaar man urdu man urdu nami dana and therefore jamia milia islamia is a name derived from arabic people are forgetting urdu forget about arabic thank you sir